0: I'm Victoria, a Catholic wedding photographer. And I'm Jo, a Catholic wedding videographer and photographer. And we're Catholic wedding professionals who love working with brides on this journey toward marriage.
1: As married women ourselves, we totally remember all that goes into preparing for the wedding day.
0: All the stresses and obstacles, and we're here to help you through it all.
1: In this podcast, we'll cover topics like planning out a timeline, Catholic wedding traditions, and more.
0: Our hope is that you'll find this podcast helpful in both your wedding planning and marriage preparation
1: know that we are praying for you and your fiance as you plan and prepare welcome Welcome to to the catholic Catholic Wedding wedding podcast hey everybody and welcome to today's episode of the catholic wedding podcast today's episode is actually sponsored by white lily weddings we know you're probably still in the thick of wedding planning Hello, that's probably why you're here listening to this podcast and we hope it's been helpful for you. Uh, But our friends at White Lily Weddings have Catholic wedding planners all throughout the U.S. And they're here to guide and help you throughout the wedding planning process so that you can really focus on your marriage more than your wedding day. Uh, They're here to walk with you. They're here to work with you. They're here to pray with you. And they also have a free wedding day checklist down in the show notes that can help you plan the wedding day to make sure you have everything that you need to make your day Exactly how you want it. So if you mention uh, the Catholic Wedding Podcast when you inquire, you'll actually get a free second day of coordinator added to your package. So we highly recommend them. Uh, we we I personally know Marie. She's excellent. She's wonderful, and we actually had Samantha, one of the other planners on the podcast, not too long ago. So definitely check out White Lily Weddings. Yeah, they're awesome. But in today's episode. We're actually going to be talking about what comes after the wedding day itself, (laughs) which is adapting to married life Mm -hmm. in those first few months of marriage.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you know, married life is so beautiful. I talk about this all of the time, but it can definitely be a lot to adapt to at first, especially if there's like a lot of other life events happening. Like for us, um, I had we had just recently moved to the area, started new jobs. We were in the process of buying our house. We closed on our house a couple of weeks after the wedding. So it was just like a lot of major life events to adjust to and it gets overwhelming for sure especially you know you you, especially you're with this person that you love so dearly but you've never lived together before so there's all of that as well and just adjusting to all of these things so we're gonna dive into you know a few different tips as you you know embark on this vocation so what do we have first joe
1: Yeah. So first things first is to give you yourself and your spouse some grace. You're both learning how to be a married couple for the first time. You're Mm -hmm. both learning how to live together for the first time. Right. You've just spent months and months planning an entire wedding day. You might be exhausted. You might be tired. You might be coming down from the wedding day high, Mm -hmm. and now you've got to adapt to regular life and you are all now husband and wife. So which is again, super exciting.
0: Yeah. Super exciting. But like, don't put a lot of pressure on yourself to be like experts as like married people. Like you're, you're very new at this. Everything takes time to adapt to and to get better at. And things get better with time, as long as you're putting in the effort, of course. So, you know, even though you know things you know each other very well, you have likely never lived together before. So there's bound to be, you know, different hiccups along the way. It just takes a while to just get into this groove of this new life together. And as you know, we've mentioned before, but like comparison is the thief of joy. So try mm-hmm. not to compare your marriage to your new friends, even if they've recently got married, but especially if they've been married for years and years, like try not to look at, you know, the, you know, you can look at them for inspiration, but don't like look at them to compare and be like, oh, they look like they have got it all figured out. They're just like grooving together super easily. And we're still like, you know, having our little hiccups along the road. Like try not to try not to do that. I know it's a little bit hard, especially if you have friends that got married around the same time as you, but really try not to like put a lot of pressure on yourself.
1: Yeah. Cause it is, it is a big change and it's a lot of change. And, and you guys might've come from very different lifestyle backgrounds before, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you have been living with your parents your whole life. And now you're figuring out, how to live with this whole other human being person Mm -hmm. that you, you know, love and you're married to. Maybe you have been living alone for a long time and you kind of have your own way that you like to do things because you've had the autonomy and the independence to be living alone. Right. And now you're not. And so it's important to keep in mind your your backgrounds which again you should have hopefully talked about already in marriage preparation process but now you're actually living it out in practice because you're merging your lives together
0: right yeah exactly and again i mean these can be like huge transitions especially if you grew up like and you always lived at home with your parents your parents were kind of the ones in charge like adapting and like adjusting to now living on your own but with your husband and being in charge of your home and taking care of and like being responsible for you know all of the things it can be a lot especially when it comes to like you know taking care of your home paying for all the bills keeping things clean and not really having like your siblings around to be helping or your parents around to be helping, depending on, especially depending on where you live as well. But um, like Joe mentioned, like, yeah, maybe like your spouse lived on their own for a really long time. So like their experience with being independent, now they have to like adapt to like being around somebody who is like depending on them and they're not used to that. Maybe they're used to like having roommates around. So there's people around to like work with, but not like people who are like, where are you? Are you coming home soon? You know, like that kind of stuff. Like I know for me and Steven, that was definitely like an adjustment period. We both did live on our own before marriage. So it was nice to have like that independence kind of background. But, um, you know, Steven was in the military for a really long time. So he was very much used to like not necessarily like keeping tabs with all the family all the time because he was literally in different countries or in like completely different time zones. So, you know, his mom wasn't like, oh, are you coming home soon or anything like that? Um, And yeah, so he wasn't used to like keeping people in the loop. So um, whereas like, even though I was living independently, I was like very connected to my family and friends. So, you know, that wasn't as hard of a transition to keep keep everybody in the loop like to keep steven in the loop but i know like when we got married There was definitely, like, an adjustment period for us for, like, communication. Everything goes back to communication, of course. But, like, you know, Stephen wouldn't necessarily – he wasn't necessarily used to, like, telling people, like, oh, like, I'm going to be a little bit late from work and stuff like that. And I would be a little bit more used to, like, expecting that, I guess. So, again, it wasn't, like, a huge deal, but it, like, ended up being something that we needed to talk about and needed to adjust. And, like, for me to just explain, like, hey, I just – Can you let me know that you're going to be late? That way I know for dinner or whatever it may be. It's like little things that aren't like a huge deal, but could end up being a huge deal if it is something that you're expecting and isn't happening.
1: A lot of what happens during that first few months of married life is figuring out a routine that works for the two of you, right? Mm -hmm. Like. If you, and I know like Steven now, does he have kind of like a crazy schedule with like firefighting and
0: stuff? Oh yeah. So he works 24
1: hour shifts now. Yeah. So I was going to say like, so for example, like, yeah, Steven's job right now, you've got to figure out a routine when he has those 24 hour shifts. Whereas Mm -hmm. Cole works very consistently. He works 10 hour days, Monday through Thursday. So I know exactly when he goes into the office based on what time he leaves the house, I'll, I'll figure out, okay, he's going to get in at this time, which means he'll be done around this time. So I can plan to have dinner ready around this time. Mm -hmm. So, but that took a little, you know, bit of figuring out between the two of us for, okay, how is this going to work? And I'm somebody who gets, um, hangry and I just know that about myself Mm -hmm. so when I was living with my roommate before you know he and I would he's one of my closest friends from college we we would make dinners together every night like that was our Mm -hmm. routine when we lived together um and so I was very used we were I was very used to eating like six or seven o'clock and cooking with somebody and so when we got married when Cole and I got married it was okay now he's not coming home till seven or eight o'clock, so now dinners are at like eight thirty, mm-hmm. and I'm making them myself, which is fine because I love to cook. So it wasn't a big deal, but it was a you know, okay, this is a transitionary period for me, so I need to make sure I'm either eating a late, eating a later lunch, or making sure I have a snack. That way, I'm not like, welcome home from work, I'm so hungry,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> we have to exactly. sit down and eat right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, for sure. And again, like you said, it's just like an adjustment. You kind of just have to adapt. For me and Steven, it's like I have like some routines that are like when he's gone, there's certain work that I do. Like I try to work on a lot of my business stuff when he's doing his 24 hour shift so I can be more present with him when he's home. But it doesn't always work out like that, but I try to do it that way. And, you know, those are kind of things you kind of just start to figure out. You know, I can see what his schedule is. Um, sometimes he gets held over but usually it's it's pretty consistent now than it was when he first when I we first got married but yeah it's just kind of like okay you just have to adapt again different b- backgrounds different personalities what is a big deal to you might not be a big deal to them so you end up just needing to communicate and just explain and you know in marriage we're always try- trying and striving to be a better version of ourselves um not only for ourselves but for our spouse so we can be a better wife for a husband And vice versa. So, being open and honest and explaining kind of what you need from that person is only going to benefit your marriage. It just, you know, again, don't put a ton of pressure on yourself to have it all figured out right away. It's, it is a huge adjustment. It is a huge like change in your routine and in your life.
1: Yeah. And I think in this regard, a lot of the communication podcasts that we've done before, I know we've had a couple, we've had one on communication, we've had one on managing conflict. Um, so there there have been a, a couple around this topic, but making sure you're just communicating with one another because uh, particularly if somebody has been living as a bachelor for a long time, adjusting to having like a woman in the, in the home with certain expectations for like cleanliness or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when my husband was a bachelor, he would wait until he didn't have any underwear left to run his laundry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that worked for him. But in our household, I'm like, I, I, I don't operate like that. So, you know, it's it's all just about making sure that you're communicating with one another. Whether it's, do you like the toilet seat up or down, Mm -hmm. or do you load the dishwasher? Do you leave the dishes in the sink? Anything like across that board, it's. Adapting lifestyle. So just making sure that you're communicating. Don't assume that your spouse knows everything. Don't assume that because you do things a certain way, they're going to do things a certain way. Mm -hmm. So it's all about communicating. And if you have certain expectations, then communicate those. Like I hate hanging up the laundry. Mm -hmm. I will happily, happily run the laundry, fold the laundry, put the laundry away. I do not like hanging up the laundry.
0: You mean so, like hanging it, like hanging up dresses or something like that? Like, yeah. Okay. Like
1: dresses and dress shirts and things like that. I just okay. don't, for, I, for whatever reason, I can't stand doing that.
0: Huh. So Interesting.
1: I, my husband knows because we've talked about it. Right. That is his, that is his job. So on laundry mm-hmm. days I do everything else and I'm happy to do it. Cause I'm, I'm home, you know, to do it. Right. But when he gets home and he sees, okay, my, like the hang up basket is full Right. I need to do that before bed. So it's That's just, cool. just don't, don't assume that your spouse can read your mind, make sure you communicate.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, the next kind of tip we have is don't forget to like continually date your spouse and express love in their love language. So there's this a like, common misconception, or I think it's a misconception that like, you'll have this like honeymoon phase, like right after you get married, everything's like amazing. And then like, when life gets busy um you're back to like quote unquote reality like the love or that feeling will start to fade away and i think it doesn't have to i think it does for some people but you know and you know the honeymoon phase can like look a little bit different for everybody it doesn't necessarily mean like you're still having like the butterflies come you know 10 years down the road i mean you could be um but it doesn't necessarily mean you'll have like all of the same feeling exactly as what i'm mentioning before but like i really don't think that honeymoon phase has to go go away but you still have to like constantly put in like the work and effort I do think it does happen for some people because they do let like the quote-unquote reality or their work um or life in general just like kind of take over and their marriage kind of gets put on the back burner which is really unfortunate and like I really like hope like our listeners like put in the effort to like avoid that because your marriage is like the most important thing, obviously besides your faith and you need to constantly be investing in it and putting it as a priority um, for you to like maintain this, right? So like some of the fun things you can do is just like have like consistent date nights. They don't need to be fancy. It doesn't mean like you get up and dress, you know, dress up and go out every single week. Maybe it does. Maybe like you want to do that and you have like the means to do that, but it could just be like hanging out and like having like, you know, a little like, Slumber party, or like watching your favorite show together, or whatever it may be.
1: I was gonna say, and you'll appreciate this, Victoria, because I know you watch a show too. But Wednesday nights, yes, Wednesday nights are date nights for us. Mm -hmm. Cole makes sure that he gets home by eight o'clock at the very very latest because Survivor, Survivor starts it. at eight <laughs> yeah. yes we have a system so I have like the tv trays ready with dinner we bring them to the couch we turn the episode on at eight o'clock you know we yep. look for the little um easter egg in the the show the opening credits mm-hmm. or whatever. We mute during the commercials, we talk strategy and like who, our favorite, you know, our favorite characters or, you know, whatever favorite survivors and mm-hmm. that Wednesday nights, that's our date night. And that's what we do.
0: We need to talk Survivor after this episode. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Last night's episode was so good. It was good. It was so yeah. crazy. <laughs> we watched it yesterday. Yeah. So find like a fun either show or movie or games or whatever it may be like you know make sure you're investing in your marriage whatever way you know for steven like going out is not like a super like i mean he's not against going out and doing like a date out like but that's not something he would want to do like all the time or like even like on a like a weekly basis like it'd be like every once in a while we can get dressed up and do something fun but like he really prefers just like hanging out at home much prefer like a board game or card game night and kind of me too. Like I've become a little bit more of a homebody. Like I, I really enjoy just being in our home. And so that's fine. Like, don't feel like you need to look like the next couple, but maybe they really want to go out because they, they want to, and they can. So it just depends on what you guys both want. And if somebody wants to go out and somebody wants to stay in, then maybe you just have to compromise and you know, every other situation or whatever it may be. So yeah. Yeah. There's lots of fun things that you can do that are very like low cost or no cost. So, um you can get really creative with it.
1: Yeah. But I mean, the moral of this the story here is to continually date your spouse. Mm-hmm. Just because you're married now
0: doesn't mean like, well, we're married. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Is, yeah, right. Exactly. It's like it's even more fun once you're married. Like it's like you can because you're like you get to do like, well, no, I mean, I won't say that. <laughs> Hold on, it's even you get more Victorian. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next slide. <laughs> okay, we'll just cut that part. Yes, I'll <laughs> cut that all out. Don't okay, worry. Okay. And also one thing to add is if you don't already know, hopefully you guys, maybe I've already talked about this during you know dating or engagement, but also learn their love language if you're not familiar with what, like how they best receive and express love, because it's really fun to find like daily ways that you can express love to them in that specific way. Like if words of affirmation aren't really huge to them, you know, of course you can still say like, I love you or I appreciate you and stuff like that, but that might not be the best way to express love to them. So, um, maybe like little like handwritten notes are better, or maybe like little gifts, like it doesn't even need to be expensive, but just like literally picking up a flower, like uh, you know from outside and you can give it to them like if their thing is like gift giving like they will like love that so much. Um so just like little ways that you can like brighten their day um is really special.
1: Yeah. Because it it is a daily thing. And and like we want to pour into our relationship with the Lord. We also need to pour into our relationship with our spouse. And if we right. want it to be a, a healthy and holy relationship, then we need to be continually pouring into it.
0: Mm-hmm, um, for sure so yeah yeah and then our last topic of today is to remember that intimacy is something that gets better with time like I feel like there's like a lot of pressure on like the wedding night and like the wedding night has to be this like major magical experience but it just depends on like the situation but like especially if you've been waiting for marriage to have sex like Don't put a lot of pressure on yourself or on your spouse to have like, be like great at it from the get go. It's one of those things that like, as you learn each other and like learn yourself as well, like it just gets better with time. Just like marriage can get so much better as time goes on because you're like deeper in love. It's the same thing with intimacy as well.
1: Yeah. And I I think that there is some, sometimes it can be hard to kind of gear switch and we're not I don't really want to get into this like in this episode we'll, we'll have another episode later on all about like the wedding night itself but sometimes or at least for my generation growing up there was this kind of almost I don't, I don't want to say toxic but almost like
0: the purity culture like, thing <laughs> yeah, yeah just like
1: super negative purity culture which I get and I understand right because it is a, like a like your purity is a beautiful wonderful like gift um but it was so hard to like for that to be just like ingrained in you like oh sex is bad don't have sex don't have sex don't have sex to okay yesterday sex was bad and today sex is good yeah. so it is that, a huge some, switch mm-hmm. sometimes it can be hard to switch gears so again give yourself some grace in that if that's kind of how you the the mentality that you had about sex growing up mm-hmm. um you're you're going to figure out each other's bodies mm-hmm. you're going to figure it out and you're figuring it out together and you're supposed to have fun with it so yeah. if you if it's awkward and you laugh the first night that's okay because mm-hmm. you have a really long time to perfect it so mm-hmm. it's it's going to be fine it's going to be great um, yeah
0: yeah but no yeah, it, it, don't
1: don't put too much pressure on yourselves the first night
0: yeah no it'll only get better as time goes on and like as you just like grow deeper in love with each other it will only, like it'll just get better and better so again yeah just yeah, don't put a lot promise. of pressure yeah yes I am if you listen
1: to if you listen to our bridal shower episode I talked about how my grandmother's like a little feisty lady and so I definitely inherited that so (laughs) I will say like I speak from experience it gets way better guys
0: (laughs) exactly so I think that's all we have for this episode I hope this has been helpful for you guys just kind of give you a few tangible tips of advice If you have more questions about like adapting to married life, definitely check out our Facebook group, The Catholic Bride. We would love to have you in there. There are lots of brides and vendors in there that are willing and ready to help you throughout this entire process. Many of us are married women ourselves. A lot, we still have a lot of brides that you know are recently married that are still in the group, so that are still helping out all of those who are still going through, still going through this. So we are definitely there to help you. You can also check out our Instagram at Catholic Wedding Podcast, or you can email us questions as well at catholicweddingpodcast at, Catholic at gmail.com. Until then, we'll get we'll see you guys next week. Bye guys. Bye.